The American Council for Technology and the Industry Advisory Council, better known as ACT-IAC, has grown over the years into the largest and most influential government industry partnership in the IT field. And it's soon going to get someone new in charge. Dave Wenergren had a long and distinguished career in the Pentagon and later in the IT consulting industry. And he joins me now. Dave, have you officially started on this job? Uh, No, I have not. We have made the announcement this morning. And uh, I will be at Deloitte for another month, uh, wrapping up my time there. And my first day on the job at ACT-IAC as their first CEO will be Monday, May 13th. So that clarifies the fact that your title is CEO, not executive director. Yes, yes. It's a, it's an outstanding organization. I'll, I will just say by way of background, Tom, that you know I've been having an excellent time at Deloitte. It's been a fabulous place to work, and I was not looking for another job. But when the opportunity came to lead ACT-IAC, it was just too perfect a fit for my passion and interest to, to pass up. As you mentioned, it's an organization that's just been profoundly important and has this wonderful legacy of, of making a difference in the collaboration between industry and government and the tech market. All the things that I've held dear and talked to you about over so many years together and the chance to go lead that organization just became too, too important to resist. And so um, we talked and, and they have agreed that, you know, it's, as we think through how to build on that outstanding legacy and begin to continue to grow the organization for the future, that it was time to create a CEO position. And so I'm delighted to be the first person to hold that job. And besides creating a new position, what did the people in charge of hiring you tell you where they want the organization to go? And what are some of your ideas of what it can do and in the next couple of years. Yeah, well, as I said, you know, it's it's got a tremendous legacy. I I've been involved in ACT-IAC for so many years as a volunteer both in my life in government and then in industry and and you know, it's just had such an important place in that in that as we've talked about many times, you know, if only we all talked more, we would get better outcomes. And so this this goal that ACT-IAC came up with a new strategic plan about a year ago that focused on these issues about how do we create mission effectiveness across the government and get more government Government leaders engaged, as you know, the the sort of centers of energy in the technology market and government have grown, and so you know CIOs still play this hugely important role. But there are all these additional centers of, I'll say, excellence and energy around chief data officers and chief technology officers and CISOs and innovation cells. And so, part of what I want to make sure that we're doing is engaging the right broader set of government leaders to be part of that conversation. And then on the industry side, you know, the, to make sure that the participation of the hundreds of companies already involved in ACT-IAC are deeply involved in getting the value out of the association that they need. But then to also look across the tech market and say, you know, who are the other voices that we could add to this conversation? Because in my mind, ACT-IAC is like the go-to place for collaboration around how to embrace new technologies and to create new opportunities for the government to, you know, move into the future. And so, you know, shouldn't we have as many voices as possible at the table to talk around the power of things like artificial intelligence and IoT and IT acquisition reform and all the sort of touchstone issues that are going to drive the way we live, work, and play in the years ahead. And increasingly, the management and policy overlay has become more important. I'm thinking of the Evidence-Based Policy Act, which was just passed a few weeks ago, and that calls for agencies to have these chief data officers, as you pointed out, some of them already do. But it seems like there's a lot more of the regulatory policy and framework environment surrounding technology than there might have been 25 years ago. 
Yes, you're spot on. And, you know, there's several pieces of legislation, you know, to your point around chief data officers and secure supply chain. I mean, the you know, the president's management agenda, as I like to say, like three major goals, they all have to do with technology, two of them explicitly around data and IT modernization. But even the third one around workforce is all around this issue of the future of work and how things like artificial intelligence and machine learning and process robotics are just going to fundamentally change the nature of work and how can we get ahead of that. And so the other area where I think ACT plays a crucial role is not just with the technology leaders of government, but for CFOs and Chicos and chief acquisition officers. All of them have to live with like how technology is changing the way work gets done, how processes are done, how to get the right people in the right jobs and retain the best talent. And so that's sort of, it's like the perfect storm of, as you point out, number of laws that are driving efforts around IT modernization and data and data analytics, and then also this conversation around how do we create a vibrant and meaningful government experience for years to come. We're speaking with Dave Wenigren, who will soon be the new CEO of ACT-IAC, and getting down to some mundane issues. What are the challenges in making sure that the big companies and the small companies both feel like they're getting the attention they deserve? That's a challenge for every association head. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, I mean, you know, there's there's a fabulous staff at ACT-IAC that is like the glue that holds the whole thing together. But but as you know, the, these things are all about volunteers and volunteers from both, in, in our case, government and industry are willing to volunteer their time for the better betterment of government. And so there's this combination of things that, that we need to make sure that we're doing. We need to make sure that we're giving a voice to the table for companies of all size and all parts of the market, but, but to bring both their corporate leaders and also their subject matter experts so that we really can be the place where if you need to learn more about how – AR and VR are going to change the way we do training or how AI is going to change the nature of jobs inside the government that, that you got the right voices at the table. So I would say in my early days as a CEO and certain building on past relationships I've had both from my government life and past nonprofit experience, you know, the, the reaching out to the current members to make sure that they're getting the value that they need out of the membership and that they're getting the right people from their companies to be involved so that the dialogue is rich and meaningful, but then also looking more broadly at, at everything from, you know, longtime government contractors who may not have been plugged in to the new entrance into the market and how can companies in the technology business that want to be in the government market but but maybe haven't been that much yet, how do they find partners and, and ways to engage? And, and so I think there's a wonderful opportunity around that too. And no one has a program of events and focused types of opportunities to get together than ACT-IAC. Will you be enhancing that? And that's something I imagine they want to continue to grow and uh, increase the quality of. Yes. Yeah. I, this morning I got to meet with the staff and uh, as we did the press release and, uh, you know, I'll just say I, I told them it's like joining the plane while it's flying. I mean, to your point, there are just things going on with, with act like every day, every week. I mean, it's just tremendous number of engagements. They had a fabulous health healthcare event yesterday. There are all sorts of dialogues and collaboration opportunities and communities of interest. And so I want to, I want to, you know, we have to keep everything flying along as we then, you know, I jump on board and we start to think about 
what an addition. And so, so we'll be taking a good look at all the things that we currently do, seeing what may need some refresh, what just needs to continue on its current course, and, and then where are some gaps in terms of the needs of the community, the needs of government that we can add the voice of this great association to. And you have had some of the tough jobs in government over the years and overseeing business <laughs> modernization at the Pentagon. And, and these are tough ones. And some of them get over the line. Some of them go from generation to generation. And hearing the smile in your voice, how do you stay so positive? <laughs> Tom, that's a fabulous question because some people would say I run from one job of hate and discontent to the next before now, <laughs> but in my government life. But, you know, I always found like change to be like hugely important. You, you, you don't get to choose much, but you can choose your attitude, right? And so change are moments of opportunity or they're moments of pain and suffering if you're really negative. And I like to view change as an opportunity to, to make things better and to build on all that was great in the past and move forward. And so I've looked to some of these opportunities. And as you point out, you know, some things, you know, like the fact that the Department of Defense has a single smart card PKI solution that's been in use for 20 years and has stayed relevant that long. I was delighted to be part of that journey. Other things, to your point, like IT acquisition reform, we seem to come back to year after year after year after year. So some of, you know, it takes a great blend, I'll say, of patience and impatience. But, uh, but to me, these are like fabulous moments of opportunity. And so I, I get my energy out of this change stuff and we'll continue to do so. Dave Wendergren will soon be the new CEO of ACT IAC. Congratulations and thanks so much for joining me. Absolutely, Tom. Always a pleasure. We'll post more information and this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to The Federal Drive on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day in-store and online. Find the red card that's right for you, whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply.